It's mock draft season, baby. We are Top Shelf Fantasy, brought to you by Corey Dows, Tom Craig Penny, and Scotty Milne. Let's get into it, baby. Podcast 64, Top Shelf Fantasy. This is our second mock draft of the year. Um, and we are doing this with uh, 12 live people. So you will get, uh, we won't be seeing AB in the second round, which is absolutely beautiful. So we have 12 of our buddies, including the four of us, in a mock draft. Um, again, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Uh, but here we go into the second mock draft. Craig, Scotty, Dows. It's, it's season. It's mock draft season, baby. So let's Best start, time let's, of year. Let's start this thing up. Um, and Definitely in May. And we're all pretty in, in the end of the draft, too. I was just... Greg has yep. picked seven. Yeah. Dow's ten. Tom, nine. I have eleven. Um, I hate just to, Just to randomize. If I don't get the number one draft pick, I just I quit. It's just the best strategy possible. <laughs> you guys should try it out. It seems to work. <laughs> all right. So without sense. further ado, Tom, you um, you guys all set? Oh yeah. Let's do start it. start sure. it up. All right. Now we're gonna start. Three, two. Didn't even wait for two. <laughs> all right. So we got a two minute clock on here. I'm hoping um, our friends aren't you know too annoying and take the whole two minutes. I ho- oh, there, there we go. Fear Billy coming out hot. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey is the first pick. I think that's obvious. Um, you don't pick McCaffrey. You're doing the wrong job. Uh, oh, Jeff with a quick pick as well. Saquon, Saquon. Barkley going number two. Yeah, it's another fair one. Michael Ooh, Thomas. Okay, I was gonna wrestle down. <laughs> I was gonna say I think you were gonna just see all the running backs go, but Michael Thomas, Zeke goes. Now our friend Dicky, he might take the whole two minutes. Um, he's He'll got this li- to pick yeah. Terry McLaurin. <laughs> he's got this guy in his head where he just runs around saying, "Latain like Tomlinson." AB, like guys that don't even play anymore. And he doesn't know who to pick. He's looking for someone who has the number 17. He, he's trying to trade out of this pick and uh, get three fours. Yeah, Diggy with the fifth overall. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Very that. nice. Very nice. That's a good pick. Better than Chad Ojo that he drafted last year. <laughs> and that was in a real draft. All right, so our, our first top shelf player is uh, picking. It's Craig at pick seven. Kamara just went right before him. So um... yeah, so I'm up with basically any option at wide receiver except for Michael Thomas, and realistically down to the sixth running back. Do I go with Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs? Pretty much the only two in that tier. I feel like even Derrick Henry's kind of higher in my opinion i'm not gonna really waste much more time derrick henry is definitely the guy so you know i expect another big season out of him yeah and i think this is going to be the the atypical draft here where josh jacobs comes off the board it's my turn to pick we've only seen one wide receiver um i'm sticking true to my word and i'm taking hawkins here which just means I got to do some RB work later in the draft. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm looking at the draft board in front of me, and I'd love to take one of these top-tier wide receivers that are still available, but with the number of running backs off the board, I have to go running back. Um, I don't necessarily like who's available, but sometimes you got to do things that you don't like in fantasy football, and you got to take Aaron Jones. 
I mean, I think that's a fine pick, though, right? I mean, you're, you're talking, we've already had, was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven running backs off the board. I mean, Aaron Jones is likely to finish as a, as a top 10 running back. So, I mean, that if, if he was, if I you mean, didn't pick him I, there, you're probably not getting him back on the turn. I think yeah. we have him ranked on our uh, last podcast as running back seven, actually. So, Dow's spot on there. Um, I pick 11. I got uh, my second pick pretty. F- quick so i'm okay with waiting for a running back now i think i'm going to go with receiver and i'm going to go with our um consensus number two and that's Devonte adams um pick 11 the first round um there's so it's a third re- receiver off the board uh the running backs flew off the board um i don't know if that was sheer panic mode i think maybe at the Pick five with Dalvin Cook. That guy panicked, and everyone else kind of did too. But <laughs> let the draft come to you. This is why I don't mind the back end of the draft. My pick again. Yeah, uh, Mango goes uh, Tyreek Hill and Nick Chubb on the turn there. Yeah, a lot of receivers there too. Uh, but like I said, receivers are deep too. So if you don't get that locked in um, RB1, you might get screwed for the year. Um, I'm high on Joe Mixon this year, so I'm just going to take him. Um, I feel like that's safe right there. And Dows, you are on the clock. Oh, and now I got a decision to make. So right now I'd like to grab a wide receiver based on who's available at running back. It seems like that's probably the way I'm going to go. I mean, I've got the likes of Fournette, Sanders, Gordon, Eckler, Carson, yada, yada, yada. Nobody that's really jumping out at me like I got to have this guy. Now, some of them are probably going to go, but we're probably looking at a big run of wide receivers with everybody who went running back. So I'm kind of just trying to evaluate, you know, I don't know what to say, like a a, a need right at this moment. And that's Julio Jones for me. I'm going with Julio. Yeah. I love Julio. And I'm just going to only have guys with the last name Jones on my team this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, so if you didn't go Julio there, <clears throat> I was going to go Julio and just zero RB strat. Um, But this is the point in the draft where you can see what the draft board shakes out to be. And because running backs are so thin, if any of these guys in the next, I don't know, 10 picks, picks at least four or five running backs, I'm screwed. So I'm taking Miles (laughs) Sanders here. And and that's that's where that's the direction that I'm headed in. I was really kind of hoping you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but Tom there, I mean, if you don't take them there, you're not screwed, but the tiers on the way yeah, back are, are completely are. Um, shot. Yeah, you're you're looking at timeshare guys as your starting running backs, and that's just not a place you want to be in fantasy. Or, or an Adam Gase-led running back, which I – All right, Craig, like. what are you, um, what are yeah, you thinking? Yeah, so, so I'm actually – I'm disappointed both Miles Sanders and Chris Godwin went right after uh, – right before my pick. Uh, that was That would have been the guy I would have gone for. Um, I'm definitely higher on him than Mike Evans, who is still on the board. Looking at other wide receivers like Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Adam Thielen, uh, as far as what's listed at the top, um, which I don't have one, uh, which is unfortunate. However, I definitely like a player I find in a much higher tier at the running back position, which is Austin Eckler. Uh, I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go two RBs, Henry and Eckler. Uh, Eckler is going to be able to get me a lot of um, you know PPR points. Uh, I think that he is poised for a a big year this this season and you know with without melvin gordon i can definitely see him being you know finding himself into a, a tier above where he's listed right now so going to rbs is, is not too terrible when i have 
the two running backs that I have, which is Henry and Eckler. No, I think that that's a great pick there. Um, like I said, look at the receivers on the board now and you scroll down. You're pretty comfortable with what you you will get in the third round. Um, yeah. And another panic mode from our buddy here. Um, Mahomes went, and right after that, our buddy with the guy in his head picks Lamar Jackson. He got scared. These quarterbacks go quick. Um, He's always so scared. Us at Top Shelf, <laughs> I think we can all agree we don't agree with picking quarterbacks this early. Um, we're fine with waiting on quarterbacks for at least a couple more rounds or even towards the end of the draft. Um, yeah, if you, if you especially get a mock in, draft. In, <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson or Mahomes, even like the late three or the, the, the four, I'll have that conversation with you. But in the first two rounds, you got it. You got to go some other direction. But that's not it. That's not the move. Yeah. And after Lamar Jackson, it went Mike Evans, Le'Veon Bell, Amari Cooper, and now it's the last pick in the first round. Second round. In the second round. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas right, Cafe team. Start over again. <laughs> whatever he wants. I, I, I. You already drafted two players. Okay, you got all day. Nice. And now um, the first pick of the third round. And it is nice to be on the turn. I know I made like a, a little joke that I would quit if I wasn't the first overall pick, but to dictate on either end of the board is fantastic, and you can start a swing. Yeah. Cooper Cup went first pick of the third round. In, oh, sorry, Kitty. In right so it, 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 I just wanted to point something out real quick because I thought that our our. The, you know, two of the two of the human drafters here who drafted Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson wouldn't have done that, and they would have either taken a running back or a wide receiver, leaving Mersh, who who had pick number three, Michael Thomas. That if they actually went running back, running back, there there was a slim pool for him. You know, and I wanted to see how that was going to shake out, taking Michael Thomas three overall, and what those RBs look like coming on the way back. But you know what? People make mistakes, and they take two quarterbacks in the second round. And sometimes you look <laughs> out screw and you up get Le'Veon Bell. It just Bell. happens in life. Um, and Melvin Gordon goes, and, and Mersh is back on the clock. Um, my, I cannot stress enough not to take a question. I, I never want to invite these two to a mock draft again. Never again do I want to invite Desperate them to a mock draft. Desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> like, I should, we just should have put this up on Twitter. I think we could have gotten easily – some um we could have got a troll to come in here and take it better now we got travis kelsey going in the <laughs> oh, early boy. third yeah Kenya drake goes uh travis kelsey goes dicky uh, uh he, he picked lamar jackson uh he takes four <laughs> his first good pick okay well i uh, like did the double pick, pick. <laughs> his first positional good pick and now we can already call that he's going to take a tight end in the next round. I'm surprised he didn't reach for one there after Travis Kelsey, but um, he just shows bad drafters can can you know do well later on in drafts. It you don't always fail right away. You can bounce back in drafts, which shows here. So good for him. Well, the the interesting thing for for Dickie now is he has two running backs and Lamar Jackson, and he does not have a wide receiver or any pass catcher of any of any kind. Does so, he think this is a two quarterback league? I hope that he does. This is ridiculous. Oh, yep, and then another tight end goes. Okay, listen. If we have <laughs> taught you anything, <laughs> quarterbacks and tight ends should not be going in the second and third rounds. Like I'm I'm sorry. You hammer your wide receivers and your running backs. So again, so now we have Michael W with one running back, a quarterback, and a, t- a tight end. 
like a tight end who is going to barely outscore the, I don't know, seventh ranked wide receiver on the board. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. So I'm up. I have two running backs on my team. Um, looking at wide receiver only at this point, the running back pool is pretty slim. And I already have one, so not going quarterback, not going tight end. I have at the top of the list, Sleeper actually agrees with me, uh, that Tyler Lockett uh, realistically is the wide receiver to take here. There's Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Antonio. Uh, his counterpart. Um, oh, yeah, Antonio Brown, whatever. Um, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton. So there's definitely that nice little tier of wide receiver one-twos that, that could go realistically anywhere. Most of them are going to be wide receiver twos. However, I'm just going to take the guy that I tout all the time, and that's Tyler Lockett. I'm going to ride him and hope that he gets into the wide receiver one situation this year. Um, I think with the amount of targets he got last year, it is going to show. Uh, even with uh, you know ascending DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett is still going to be able to produce and so that's that's definitely where I'm going to lean on uh, my wide receiver position is at least volume. It's a show. What we got that's going on a show. here? Um, yeah, and we got pick number eight stolen. Waiting to uh, to make oh, a pick here. Carves is trying to trade out. <laughs> He's trying to get a fourth rounder. Um, I'm uh, dude. I got my I got my pick a lock and loaded. I, there were the mistakes have been made. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, so I'm taking Mark Ingram. Oh, um, beautiful! I, I can, had him queued up. <laughs> I cannot believe he lasted this long. To be completely honest, like I, I don't know how this happened. Like Craig, you already had two running backs. I can get going. Tyler Lockett there, but to me. Mark Ingram is just getting disrespected. I think the third round is great. And Daz, you're on the clock now, so I'll let you you walk through. Yeah, I'm going uh, just with a running back. I just got I was gonna take Mark Ingram, so now I just gotta re reevaluate. And this is what happens when me and Tom draft close to each other. More often than not, it's just me screaming at him for stealing my players, <laughs> as as it is. Um, so now, really, I'll just tell you straight up. I'm trying to decide between Chris Carson and James Conner. I'm gonna go with Chris Carson. Uh, I do think that they're both guys that could easily lose their jobs this year, but I think Chris Carson has a little bit better of a situation, and I think he's going to have a little bit more, uh, you know, rope with which to run. I mean, he's proved everyone wrong the last two years, so I think that's a very safe pick there. Um, His fumbles concern me. Is is mostly it, it does, but Pete Carroll doesn't care. Yeah, they kept <laughs> he just doesn't the care about this. Rashad Penny stinks, so you know, whatever. Yeah, he's on the outs. Uh, my turn now. I have receiver, running back. I'm on the turn. Um, but there's one running back I really want to get. I haven't ranked higher than anyone else in top shelf, and that's the rookie CEH on the Ooh. Chiefs. I want to get him now before it's too late. Um, I think he finishes as a top 12 guy this year. So that's my thought process there. I want to get him. I got him. What up? Get him, got him. <laughs> <What up? laughs> Um, after him went Devin Singletary and then David Johnson. Oh, um, I just threw up everywhere. At my now, head. David Johnson's is a very, very interesting thing. I know Dow's hasn't ranked like a 69 diggity. Uh, me and Tom haven't ranked more, you know, reasonable um, for fantasy, but th- that this is a guy that people are might think he's a bounce back high in RB1. Some might think he's a bus RB4. So, let someone else decide that fate. No, thank you. Um, right now, I'm going to go wide receiver 
and there's a few people that I do want, but the guy I'm going to get is the guy I kind of talked about a lot in our last podcast, and that is Alan Robinson. Um, another typical me taking on Alan Robinson, Craig taking Tyler Lockett kind of thing. Happened pretty much in every league last year. <laughs> yeah, we got so, a shock event on it last yeah. year. <laughs> I mean, they, they both finished you got him at wide yeah. receiver 13, which is almost right where you had him, right? You had him at wide receiver 11. So I had him at 11, yeah. Yeah, your value is right there. Yeah. Um, here's a guy that we didn't talk about at all in our uh, consensus or whatever you want to call it, our consensus um, wide receiver rankings. At least maybe I missed it. But T.Y. Hilton still on the board. Uh, nobody's really showing him much love. I'm going to go ahead and, and take him because I love T.Y. Hilton. Um, maybe I had him ranked higher than you guys, and that's why we didn't talk about him. But with Phil Rivers showing up in Indianapolis and T.Y. really for almost his whole career playing a full 16 games until last year, I love T.Y. in that situation. He's got a solid running game around him. There's no reason he can't go up, go out and perform. So um, I'm shocked we didn't talk about him in our top 24, but maybe he was on that cusp. Like 20, I think he was 25 or 26. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he came in at consensus uh, 27. Um, and just hint, hint, wink, wink. You had him the lowest. Um, Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to go. I have a thirty-two. He's gonna have to go way up. You're the reason <laughs> he wasn't in our top twenty-four. <laughs> you son of a gun. Um. Uh, okay. I am. I'm. I'm really hurt because I want to draft another running back, but I don't know that I can take the risk of Todd Gurley again. And there's just nothing there that that I particularly am willing to take the risk on i already have miles sanders and mark ingram i have deandre hopkins i think aj brown who's going to be my pick here is going to slot in very well as my wide receiver too um so i'm liking the way it's shaping up but man somebody somebody is going to have to take a risk on todd Gurley, and it's going to be a big risk or so so would you take a risk on Gurley or david johnson first Gurley. 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 Yeah, Gurley. Which is why I'm kind of surprised David Ross won that early when you still have running backs like James Conner, Marlon Mack, uh, even a Kareem Hunt kind of thing, Roheem Mostert. Like, I don't know why you would take David Johnson before those guys when those guys are more proven on their teams. Yeah, I mean, it was a poor pick by that by that person, too, because, like, their team composition. Like, remember, at some point in time, you have to assess the – the risks that you're assuming and that team only had one wide receiver, Tyree kill Nick Chubb and Devin Singletary. So David Johnson's their third wide receiver and they passed on Robinson Hilton and EJ Brown. Right. So consider team composition, uh, you know, before you try and make a risky pick as well. Um, and what other risks are better? Like Todd Gurley being a better risk than David Johnson, Mark Andrews went Craig, you're on the clock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, taking Mark I'm, unfortunately, Andrews saddened that aj brown went before me because uh, i think that was the wide receiver that i was going to go with again i've already had the the two running backs that i started off with the team so i am going to be looking at wide receiver again um within that same area i have uh juju smith schuster ranked right behind aj brown and then Cortland sutton right behind him at 12 in my individual rankings um and so i'm gonna go with probably a not popular pick uh, and people are going to say I'm reaching way on him, but I absolutely believe that Juju is in for a bounce back here. Um, had 1,500 yards, 111 touch, um, catches going into the season uh, this past year. So that was his t- 2018 stat line. And with Ben Roethlisberger coming back, um, I fully think Juju is going to be uh, 
right back into the wide receiver one, maybe two, uh, that cusp area uh, of wide receivers. And I got him in the fourth round, which is an absolute steal when you consider last year he was going at the end of the first, early second. Um, so that's why he was a big letdown. I think a, a lot of people in fantasy, you know, players always have, you know, what what have you done for me lately? And, you know, like I said last podcast, I'm, I'm totally wiping out last year. I kind of have to for a player of his talent um, with his quarterback coming back. So after that, uh, the team that, for whatever reason, started off his first three picks with Pat Mahomes and George Kittle, a quarterback and a tight end, he gets Keenan Allen uh, with a new quarterback. So that's a, a high-risk team. And then James Conner goes after that. And then Odell Beckham, DK Metcalf. Yeah, and I just want to jump in real quick. Like, the, Know what you're doing in your draft. Like, We have a team right now that has three running backs – and one quarterback they don't have a wide receiver and they're waiting until the fifth round to pick their wide receiver one like you can lose your league at the draft and these are ways to do it drafting a quarterback in the second round drafting a tight end in the third round choosing to ignore the wide receiver and the running back depth we say it over and over and over again hammer 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 wide receivers running backs you're gonna, you know, if, if this was a real league and we turned it into anything, you would not see these teams at the top of the league. No, not at all. And you said it perfectly. Like, you can lose your league at the draft. You can't win your league at the draft. You can position yourself well. You can't win it. But you can 100% lose your league day one. Before, the, before day one. Preseason, you've lost. Right. And I, I think that's what you're seeing here. But you're, we're seeing teams pick the players, the the running backs and the wide receivers that are going to help set them up. Hey, there we see the risk on Todd Gurley. So after DK Metcalf, it went Ertz, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley. Uh, now we're at 5-2, uh, Jeff on the clock. What? So, I mean, Todd Gurley is the better risky play than David Johnson, 100% hands down. If you ever yes. find yourself in that position – yeah, Devontae Parker goes down. That being said, D- David Johnson and Todd Gurley were picked back to back as far as running backs are concerned. Like that, so that's who you're weighing the options of. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, James Conner was in between those, which I would take James Conner oh, bef- yeah, before it. both of them anyway. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the, and Mostert was after them. I would take Mostert ahead of, of both of them as well. Yeah. I mean, and that, and that's a thing. Like if you're between that, that, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, <laughs> I need to have I need to have some insight on the David Johnson pick. <laughs> and after that, we went Mostert, Devontae Parker, DJ Moore, DJ Shark was uh, this player's first receiver. Um, <laughs> we we like Shark. I, I don't think we have him in, in our top twenty-four, right? Twenty-five or twenty-six. Um, I mean, for your first receiver in the fifth round, fine. But again, I wouldn't draft like that. Yeah, he's not a guy that's going to carry your team more than like I know last year he had a very good year, but slowed down towards the end. But overall, yeah. very very good year for what he was uh, looked at. And they ended up drafting a wide receiver, didn't they? Yes, they yeah, did. Love, yeah, love Visca Chenault was that him? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I mean, I I feel like yeah, I mean Stephon Diggs is a better pick there. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. I would have gotten Diggs before him, which I was hoping he'd follow me, but I knew he would not. And and the next player. I was actually considering somewhere in the third round and then considered him again in the fourth. And here he is again. So I have my, uh, 
back-to-back-to-back ranking of wide receivers in Lockett, Juju, and now Cortland Sutton fell to me again. Um, this is a me draft if I've ever seen one that I've done. Um, <laughs> these three wide receivers are going to be on a lot of my teams. Um, that's no secret. I feel with anything that I've talked about, uh, I think Cortland Sutton's in for another big year. Great wide receiver with a lot of other talent around him in the team now, taking some you know, attention away from him. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of what I actually ended up with wide receiver starting off with RBRB. Yeah, I mean, Sutton falling that far, I don't see it happening. But, yeah. I mean, it's all 12 live people drafting. So there's no computer. They all went and ahead and picked all these receivers before him. So uh, Dak Prescott goes. So, look, Dak Prescott goes in the fifth round. Two quarterbacks went in the second. You, so if you tell me you can wait in the fifth round and get Dak over those two, I'd be fine with that. Still wouldn't draft that high, but it just shows you you can wait on quarterbacks. Yeah, and I mean, to me, like, would you rather have Dak or, or Robert Woods? Like, th- so I'm going to take Robert Woods here as my wide yeah, receiver, Yeah, that was too, my guy. It's just, like, it's, it, to me, it's just you, there's so many good wide receivers and running backs on the board. They're so hard to find throughout the season. That That's what you want to base your, your league on. And Dows goes. Dows, you want to explain that pick? Yeah, I went David Montgomery. Um, I need him to fill out, you know, my starting roster. So I still have flex positions to fill, even though I have two running backs with Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. And he is a guy who, while I'm not totally sold on his talent, I'm sold on his usage. They have him and Tariq Cohen. Those are your options at running back in Chicago. He's going to get the ball. So I will take the volume guy who's a 1A, maybe a 1A, 1B, if anything. But um, I, I don't know. I just like his... His, his, his touch count more than anything. Yeah, and that was going to be a guy I was looking at, too, at that position. Thanks, Davs. No problem, no problem. This is what happens when top-shelf drafts right around each other. <laughs> We're going to take <laughs> the all the ads that we want. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's happened on multiple occasions already. Um, another guy we talked about, I'm going to go receiver here, uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, the more we talked about it, the more I got, you know, uh, kind of the sixth and midnight thing going on there with <laughs> consistency. So, um, safe pick for a wide receiver three that I know is going to finish higher and is pretty consistent. I love that pick there. Yeah. I also like Mango's pick with Debo following it up. Debo solid. He has a lot of versatility in his game too, with the running. So I think you, I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming Jarvis and Debo were both considered in your pick. Uh, both were yeah I mean a lot of receivers were still in the four like AJ Green was still there that I have high as well too so um, at that point um, I want to pick a receiver but then again I do want some RB depth because I do have a rookie running back as well Um, a lot of these guys are in split timeshares now which is always scary but I think the most consistent one uh, for a flex play is going to be uh, Kareem Hunt for the Browns. You saw what he did last year when he came back. Um, he's just a threat to catch the ball and be on the field. If Chubb ever goes down, he becomes a uh, RB1 right away. Yeah, 100%. Um, the, his upside is is undeniable. So uh, I took David Montgomery last pick, so I really have to go wide receiver here. Well, I guess I don't have to, but I'm going to. Uh, the question is just uh, – so I'll tell you straight up. I'm looking at A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd. And I'm like, which one do I take in this offense? AJ Green, you know, who knows how much he even wants to be there. 
but I'm going to go with him as the proven quantity over the years and hope that he shows up and plays well for uh, Joe Burrow and, and, and the Bengals. So um, fingers crossed on that one. He burned me last year. So uh, very rarely will I take a guy who burned me the year before, but I guess I'm going to give him a chance. He didn't burn you. He he literally set your entire house on oh, fire. My whole house with me, the whole family inside it. Just watch this burn. New puppy. Could have could have just gone on IR. He could have gone on IR season. All one. he had to do was go on IR. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, orbit. <laughs> so I'm I'm going with an unsexy pick, but is a starting RB. So I'm going with Sony. So we can talk. Ooh, about you of all people. More. Yeah. I don't want to. I like the pick. Oh, and Jonathan point. Taylor right afterwards yeah. too. I'm it, so in, first in rookie. My, it, no, no, it's the CH. second rookie. Siege oh, is the yeah. first one. My my issue with the rookies are that with all this COVID stuff going on, like guys who are in a potential timeshare, like Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack, if the Colts want to win, they're gonna give the ball to Marlon Mack until Jonathan Taylor can prove it. So I don't know that Jonathan Taylor is going to give you that early season value that you need out of a running back to succeed. I'm not I'm not willing to uh you know sacrifice all of that with a rookie running back. I, I mean granted I like Jonathan Taylor way better than Sony, but um I just think from a redraft perspective it's difficult. So I pick I think we all have Mac over Taylor in all of our rankings. Yeah. So anyway, I'm up uh the Taylor was definitely someone that I was thinking about. Um, but it actually forces me to take someone that I really should take. And most players out there should really look at in, in the sixth round, um, their starting flex. If you're, if you're drafting right, um, this is really where you're going to be looking and the perfect flex flair, player of all time. Um, yes, he has a new quarterback but he's going to get a ton of receiving work again. Uh, and that's James White. Um, Love I it. Love don't James know how many times, you know, I'll end up bringing him on my team. He's just, for whatever reason, always consistent, you know, always going to get you those 10 points. That is a perfect flex play. Um, so that's, you know, and even if I have an issue with, you know, Eckler or Henry, which I don't foresee happening, you know, James White is going to slot in as a perfect RB too. Yeah, and so I was actually between James White and Sony. Those are the two guys that I was between when I was trying to make the the pick. And then carry on goes. But like I feel like this is the point in the draft where if you're looking RB, James White and Sony, even though maybe they are going to split, you know, some of the the actual touches, they're the most consistent ones to project what those touches are going to be. You can't project carry on out touching DeAndre Swift. You can't project DeAndre Swift out touching carry on like. I'm rethink. I'm looking at the tier of these guys right now, and I'm rethinking my rankings. Like, I know Sony's going to end up with eight touchdowns on the year. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's an RB three. You know, James White is going to end up with sixty catches. It's just those proven things. You don't know what Jonathan Taylor is going to do. Um, so after Carry On Johnson goes, after Craig takes James White, Carry On Johnson goes, Terry McLaurin goes, Terry Mc Mc Terry Mc 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 Mc. Um, and we saw this coming too for this guy. Um, if you ever want to draft next to someone in a draft, you draft next to this guy. He'll take the same exact guys every single year, regardless. Um, so it's it, it's safe, and you can kind of build your draft around that. And you know, it's always a fun time. <laughs> uh, Tevin Coleman goes, and then Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. So I mean, two receivers after I took AJ Green. I think that's fair value. 
Marquise Brown just goes. That's another one who I was looking at, but he's a little bit of too much of a burner, a Deshaun Jackson type that he, he scares me to take, but I love him. I hope he I does do, well. I do like him this year too, but I think he went right around where he should be going. I think the yeah. only the only way I take Marquise Brown is if I'm the Lamar Jackson owner. I think that's really the only way I'm going to go for him. He's he's a perfect little Deshaun Jackson type where, you know, he'll be perfect wide receiver three for you. Um, will win you some weeks. He's not going to lose you weeks. Um, yeah. So. Get the high risk turn. Todd Gurley's uh, team. Realistically, you should be looking at another running back. I mean, he has Christian McCaffrey, which is still two running backs, but you never know. Yeah, as a full person, I know. Um, I mean, let's look on the board. I, I think. I mean, you got guys like Mac, who he was still a great play. Um, Ronald Jones technically is still the starting running back on the Bucks. Darius Geis. Oh, I weird mean, move. Another another guy that barely has knees too. But then again, if one of those guys hits, great. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for a safe replacement for Todd Gurley, if he goes down though, it's not Darius guy. No, <laughs> no, it's it's it, it's not safe. It's the sexy pick um, because that preseason run he had three years ago, before he he completely Dude. shredded his his entire leg. Seriously, this is it's been it's been leg, ankle, like I think shoulder, spleen, crotch. How do you... it, it, the, the list goes on. How has like Jordan Howard hasn't even been looked so, at? I was gonna say I think a Brita or a Howard at this point, even a Marlon Mack, who I think, yeah, Tom's made some fantastic points about why you take this guy over a rookie like Taylor. Um, if I'm taking a rookie, I'm taking probably Cam Akers before that because I don't really trust Daryl Henderson. Um, God has put all of my picks on blast, and there, then, there and then um, I'm scrolling down. If Cam Akers <laughs> makes it to me, I'm taking Cam Akers. Okay, well, that, that's comforting knowing that he wasn't making it to me. But, I mean, <laughs> in a redraft league, in a, in a dynasty league, it's different. Redraft, I think Cam Akers um, off the board before Jonathan Taylor just because I think there's a lot more opportunity that he does take that role quicker. Right. Yeah, um, and, and with redraft, too, the way that at least we do it in our league with the, the keeper players, keeping them two rounds ahead of where they're drafted, I would take Cam Akers with the hopes that next year he's my fifth round keeper. I'd like, oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic that is, yeah. if that happens. And that's a lot of leagues nowadays yeah. too. I I think it's at least a uh, at least a one keeper, but a lot of them are you know two keepers, two round penalty. It's just yeah, kind of a fun thing to do. I know I'm not a huge fan of it, but every time I do do it, I love it. I do have some psycho leagues that's just a straight up two keeper league, and you just keep them as your first and second pick, and it's it no no no, it's wild. It's anarchy. All right, Tom. I don't know if I can shorten the timer. Um, I don't want to try and then like screw up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, notice in the chat, like yeah, we'll, we'll and we it. did. So it's getting quicker. I mean, I think as a whole, all four of us should be going quicker. I think a lot of the reason why it's longer is because of us. But we do like to talk about the draft a little bit. So after the guys pick, what Ronald Jones, Christian Kirk, Darren Waller, and now it's um. Round seven, pick four. Can we just talk about, though, like the tight end drafting? Uh, seven is a decent area to start drafting a tight end, and Darren Waller has potential for a top three tight end, whereas some of them went in the third round. Like, 
yeah, you're missing out on Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, but Waller realistically could be that type of guy that jumps in uh, with the, I don't know, lack of weapons, I would say, um, over in, in Vegas. And he got him in the seventh round, which which I feel is a much better area, much better. Wait on the tight end. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, it's a great point, right? Like, he can be a top three tight end, and, and you know, you're getting him after four or five rounds after Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. But if you're picking jo- Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, you're you're passing up Mark Ingrams. You're passing up Devin Singletary's, Chris Carson, CH, Adam Thielen, Tyler. Like, you're passing up all of these guys to go get that number one tight end when you can wait five rounds and get yourself a Darren Waller. Yeah, and then a- after that, the guy um, I wouldn't shut up, shut up about is Cam Akers. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Marlon Mack, another guy we said it's a safe pick around this time. Uh, again, those two, I think, were one of the last two that you can kind of get um, who are de- definite starters on their team to start the season. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I wish I could have had uh, K-Makers fall to me, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up after this next pick. Um I'll let you know what it is, but I'm going to start laying on my thought process so you guys can go quicker on yours. Uh, I'll have to go over and shift to wide receiver at this point. Uh, Like I had mentioned about Darren Waller, he would have been a guy that maybe I would have jumped at at tight end. Um, There are two others, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, that I feel are worthy for a seventh-round draft pick, Uh, especially with, you know, the the down season. You know, Ingram didn't really play much last year, but he is a big piece of that offense um, that we've seen before. And he'll, he'll jump in right back where he left off. Um, and then Hunter Henry's got a rookie quarterback. So those are also tight ends that I would think about and uh, still waiting on the pick before me. But wide receivers that I'm thinking of. Um, okay, so Julian Edelman just went. Um, if I were that's to a actually good pick, pick in the seventh round. Yeah, that's in a, the seventh round, I, I think that would have been good as well. However, you know, I personally have James White. I feel like those two are trying to take targets from each other. Don't know exactly what um, – would have, would have done there if I had the both of them on my team. Um, wide receivers really do take a dip. Uh, let's see. Michael Gallup, Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, Mike Williams. Let's see. Emmanuel Sanders, new team. Uh, Sammy Watkins, maybe. Jerry Judy. Uh, I'm not, you know, in the seventh round, I really kind of want something that's going to get me a lot. Uh, and that's going to be a player that even if he only plays four weeks, those four weeks is going to get me a win. Uh, and that's that's Will Fuller. Uh, he, he's going to get a touchdown every two catches. So, you know, I'll, I'll add that in uh, to my, you know, second flex or wide receiver three if needed. Yeah, I was actually looking at Will Fuller, too, because I was like, what's the only common denominator for Deshaun Watson this year? It is receiving core. Will Fuller. He's the number one now. So I mean, Bernie Cooks went before him, which I would not have done. Right. In, in that offense. But uh, we got one term before Tom Dows and me. I think it's been a slow clock for this round. Um, yeah, we're pumping I, that down. I yeah. know. It, I mean, no, but I think we are going to have to really speed it up us next three picks. I mean, we've had plenty of time to really look at it and have a few options. So, um, yeah, I mean, and so I'll just give you my thought process right now. Like, I I feel comfortable where I'm at at a wide receiver perspective. I was going to draft Will Fuller uh, if he was there, but since he's not, I think the guy I'm leaning towards is Matt Breida. 
Matt so Matt Brady, Brady, just, Matt got Brady just got picked. So <laughs> awesome. Where are you leaning that way? And this is why I should always have two, two or yeah, more options I mean, when it comes to your pick. And I guess, I guess here I'm just gonna go Jordan Howard. Like I, I have them back to back, and you know I think Miami's trying to do stuff. I, I'm trying to look at this board of wide receivers. I just don't. I, I'd rather have the depth at, at running back right now. And, of course you would. Ah uh, man, I'm I'm going. I'm going Jordan Howard. Yeah, that's a safe pick. That was my guy if he fell to me. <clears throat> I'm taking one of the guys that Craig was previously mentioning would be a safe seventh round uh, tight end. I'm taking Evan Ingram. Uh, I need a tight end for my team. He's startable. Daniel Jones likes to throw to him. That's really it. I think next round is definitely where I would have gone tight end to and Ingram lasted. You know, I mean, this is the, the right spot for yeah. a player like him. And again, seventh round pick. Who has top five upside? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he he looked great last year until he got hurt. So if he can stay healthy, I'll take that chance. All right, and I go Hunter Henry right after that. Um, big fan of him. It it just shows what you can get in the seventh round with these guys coming off the board for tight ends. Uh, right after that was Deshaun Watson, the fourth quarterback going in the seventh round. That's a solid pick. If I can I mean, wait for the seventh round to get Deshaun Watson, yeah, or a day. Her day. Marvin Jones went, and that was the guy I was going to take. I'm very high in Marvin Jones this year, but I can't go him because that just <laughs> happened. So <laughs> I'm going to scroll down a little bit in my wide receiver. Bada bing, bada boom. Keep on going. Keep on going. Um, it doesn't really back. look fun at wide receiver anymore. No. the front of the program i don't like that all three of us are drafting right next to each other because the guy i got queued up i'm pretty sure is not coming back <laughs> i mean you got two guys there you know who is two criminally underranked i don't want to ruin anything for anybody but adrian peterson is just buried if you scroll down running backs well on sleeper he is for us adrian peterson is ranked consensus like in the 40s yeah um and and so I'm sitting here, and this is why it's so good to mock draft because you can understand. Hey, Scotty, I love the CD Lamb pick. Um, you can see how the tiers break out. Like I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, I gotta re-rank some of this stuff. But I'll, Scotty, I'll let you talk about the the CD Lamb. Oh, DeAndre. Yeah, I mean, after the Marvin Jones thing, um, a lot of those receivers just kind of fell into the same spot for me, and. I want the guy that's, I think, going to finish better than Gallup. I know Gallup's there, but CeeDee Lamb is just so sexy. Uh, Dallas goes with Swift. Yeah, um, I think he can overtake the job in Detroit, and I think he can be a three-down back. So if that comes to fruition, great. I got him sitting on my roster. If not, not a big deal. I'll get a start starting caliber player on the next turn. Not a big deal. Yeah, and I ended up going Emmanuel Sanders after that. Um, so I think it's interesting. You guys both went rookies, and so DeAndre Swift going into the into the NFL draft right without having a team was touted the the most dynamic running back. Like he was the everybody's number one. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's interesting to see how late he goes in these drafts because. His opportunity is just about the same as Jonathan Taylor's. You get him two rounds later, but far, you know, he, he's discussed as a far better talent. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I think that's, I think that's uh, interesting. And CeeDee Lamb, I think, is just a freak of nature. I want Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's just a nice little tool. And then 
Damian Williams goes, who's a starting running back for Kansas City right now. Um, a lot of people think is going to take that job. Daryl Henderson goes. Philip Lindsay goes. Jerry Judy uh, at eight. eight. Uh, I was looking at Judy for my for my back around. To, yeah, yeah. So here's back. here's what my thought process was. I I took Daryl Henderson. Uh, that was my pick. I wanted Judy. Judy would fit perfectly in the eighth round. Are you kidding me? Like uh, a wide receiver that's going to get somewhere around you know I'd say sixty to eighty catches ish i think probably closer to the 60 range um but for the eighth round that's fantastic but i had Corlin sutton on my team and i can't do that to myself so i went with henderson i wanted acres i, I think i want a little bit of that backfield um and especially with them getting rid of cooks you know we'll we'll see if maybe a little bit more is towards the ground i know Gurley was someone that they wanted to ride as much as they could uh acres is a great talent uh, however, you know, he hasn't taken a snap. And as Tom has mentioned before, the rookies are losing out on a lot of, you know, training camp stuff. So Henderson right now currently, I think, has the, the best chance of being able to at least have the 50-50 split with Akers if there is one. So at this point with running backs, that's where I went. I, I definitely over Philip Lindsay. I mean, that guy's garbage. <laughs> I would never pick him. Who is, wait, is that a rookie? <laughs> Okay. Um, so after that was Lindsey Judy, Keyshawn Vaughn, another rookie running back. That's probably part of the timeshare to start. Uh, Russell Wilson, again, late eighth round, and Russell Wilson's your quarterback when you could have had, I mean, the, the two top guys got picked in the second round. Wilson's not finishing too far uh, behind them. And then Kyler Murray. And this is where we might see a little quarterback run. Um, You're going to see a run. People start getting shocked and say, like, oh, I thought I got to add Kyler in the next round. Uh, you'll see probably Breeze going or, I don't know, Josh Allen going pretty soon. I'm surprised Rodgers is still on the board as well. I mean, I know he's kind of got no weapons to throw to, but he's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, people like to take him usually a lot earlier. I mean, all the guys we just said, we just said a handful of guys – which yeah. is why you can wait and still get a pretty decent guy at a later spot. Oh, I mean, there are guys <laughs> probably that will be sitting on free agency at the end of the draft at quarterback that right. you can pick up and, and, and be all right. Yeah, so a one-quarterback league. Yeah. This is why we, we say wait. Um, I think even like last year when we started doing the mantra, so we, we all kind of waited until the very last round and still end up with like pretty decent guys. And no, no fan goes. Uh, last pick in the eighth round. Um, a rookie last year showed flashes towards the end of the season. Um, I do like him, but you know, with Judy there, KJ Hamler's there now. Um, but I think for tight for tight end, that's not saying much. He should finish in the top ten. Um, yeah. Right now, uh, that's not saying like that could be points. point right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then again, there's other tight ends out there. I mean, I'll say him. Um, Gronkowski is going to be a hot pickup. Austin Hooper, um, Jared Cook, yep. at a point, even last year he finished, I think, tight end 70. He actually did pretty good. Bruce, Bruce got hurt for a couple of games last year. When he came back, he's you know he took off where he left off. Mike Isecki, uh showed flashes at the end of the season. Tyler Higby showed massive flashes at the end of the season. So um, 
still like my thing with tight ends too is uh you can wait in the last round and toss a dart which i think tom is probably going to do yeah i well i actually get my eye on a tight end that i don't know that for this round uh I don't know for this round. It's going to depend on how it shakes out, but yep. uh, I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> and after Fant, it went uh, Henry Ruggs and Darius Slayton. So we're seeing a lot of rookies come off the board in the last two. I mean, Ruggs rounds. is a solid pick over in, in Vegas now with yeah. really not a lot of weapons out there. So I can see that pick. Slayton's a little weird to me. See, I... I I don't mind saying. Um, I think he's good, but you got Golden Tate sitting on the board still. Right. And Slayton showed flashes last year over Tate, but I am a Tate guy. I think Tate, Slayton, and Shepard are going to be ranked very close to each other because I think a lot of people just don't don't know which is the guy. Um, yeah. We know Sh- Shepard's a concussion away from. Yeah, really that's my concern with Shepard. Just... I, think, I think that's everyone's concern. We know yeah. the talent there, but you got to put that into. Back. I mean, the same thing with Brandon Cooks, who went in, in the sixth round. He's a concussion away from really. Yeah, from really that being, being calling it a career, you know? Like, yeah. And uh, quite honestly, he probably should. Is, you don't need to wait till your brain's leaking out of your ears. No. And another massive run on some r- rookies. Uh, well, John Brown first went, then um, Targaryen went, uh, the Philadelphia receiver, Jalen Rhaegar, and J.K. Dobbins goes right after that. I actually, I, I kind of, in a way, forgot about Rager. Um, and I would have taken him probably before Slayton and Ruggs. Uh, just just for the fact that he has more of an opportunity um, than the two of them with, you know, in a much better quarterback. I think that that's realistically where I look at and, and take Ruggs down is, you know, he may be a fantastic dynasty ad kind of thing maybe, but, you know, he still has Derek Carr throwing him. And then Darius Slayton, you know, Jones is he's a he's a good quarterback, but I don't know how you know he doesn't compare well. I feel to uh, Carson Wentz, um, so that's that's my thought on on, on Rager. I think um, realistically now at this point, I do have a few. You know, I'm on the clock. Gronkowski went after J.K. Dobbins. I have a few, um, which is way too early, by the way. Rob Gronkowski is uh, going to be an interesting year for him. Into a team um, that already has two quarterback, two tight ends. Yeah, he has Kittle too, so it's, it's just <laughs> very so, interesting. Lafleur Le- is um, never getting invited back to do a mock draft. So, let's see. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with another skill position. Um, don't want to give away my hand for my next round, but uh, I'll go with a guy that I think is going to get a lot of targets again, like he did last year. Um, they lost. Uh, Jameson Crowder was my pick, and and they lost. Um, Robbie Anderson. So I feel like he's going to get another, you know, pretty fair workload that's going to be sent over in in New York. All right. We're waiting on uh, carbs. What else is new? (laughs) Seeing how many fourth round picks he can trade for. All right. He goes Michael Gallup there. Yeah. Solid. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, Tom's up. Yeah. So. I am, I'm very torn on what to do, and I'm looking at my rankings right now, and this player is a little lower than than he probably should be, but Duke Johnson um, is a guy, a player I've been looking at for a little while. David Johnson, we know, isn't, you know, he's he's not exactly 
the fountain of youth. Um, so I've been, I've been really torn all which way to go. And then tight end there's, there's John U and Jared cook and there's some other guys, but I actually think I'm going to take Duke Johnson here. Cause I think that there's an opportunity that playing the running back spot, um, he's not off the board. Is he, why can't I find him? He is 159. Oh, he doesn't have junior tech on his name. <clears throat> is he gone? Wow. No, he's I'm right there. In, I'm, I'm looking at him. Duke. You can type it in too. Oh, I'm filtered for just wide receivers. That's why. Um, but I'm gonna go Duke Johnson here. Um, I think that there's an opportunity for Duke Johnson to kind of flirt with that flex RB three range, and I will take that depth uh, every day. Um, that's just I, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, for me right now, he's ranked 44, and I think there's an opportunity for him to creep up a bit higher. I mean. It, Duke Johnson's like a guy that you know he's going to be involved in the offense, and and we've got Darius Geis being drafted before him. Like people need to start being a little smarter about how they're drafting. <clears throat> On that note, I will take Nikhil Harry with my pick. Uh, probably a little early to be quite honest with you. I think he's going to have a big breakout year this year. Um, I know you're going to say, "Oh, he doesn't have a quarterback. He doesn't have Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't want to throw to him, and Tom Brady is a noted." snob when it comes to you know the connection he needs to feel with his receivers before he throws him the ball Stidham's just going to whip it at him because he's huge so let's have let's have a day all right then I went with Justin Jackson uh, we've talked about it on our past podcast how Eckler's a great player but um, that team runs two running backs and Justin Jackson could have a larger role than most people think there after that was Elshon Jeffrey um, technically a Philly's receiver one, but we all know his injury history. He can have that one good week and then out for a while. After that, it was Mike Gusecki. It's my turn again, so I'm kind of scrolling down. Uh, a lot of receivers on the board still, and one I'm going to take, and that was going to kill me, and I'm sorry, and that's Golden Tate uh-huh. for the Giants. Um, if I can get this guy as my wide receiver five, it's a win-win. <clears throat> Yeah, you're in great shape. I was obviously looking at him um, for that pick as well. So solid. I will. I have no qualms with it. Um, what else we got here? I've got to pick some more players. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. I wanted to take uh, Robbie Anderson last pick as well. So I'm going to take him now. I'm not really sure that he's going to be the guy in, Ca- in Carolina. I mean, he's got DJ Moore, who is going to be the guy. So it's really him and Curtis Samuel fighting it out for number two. I think he can take that job. That's really why I'm taking him. And Tom went Mike Williams, Timmy Tom. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's there there's a world in which uh, Keenan Allen isn't Tyrod's favorite target, and Mike Williams ended up with 800 yards, four TDs last year. Um, so, I, I think as your wide receiver four, you really can't go wrong with with Mike Williams. Um, and again, I mean, there's an opportunity there where where Tyrod's looking at Mike Williams more frequently than Rivers was. And then Alexander Madison and Craig's on the clock. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that every single one of them came back to me. Um, at this point, I've filled out my team uh, pretty well. Flex positions, backup running backs. Um, I'm going to go with the quarterback six on the year last year in the 10th round, who is going to be able to run and is going to be great for fantasy. And I got him in the 10th round rather than the early Jamokes. And that's Josh Allen. 
So yeah. first one of us that's going quarterback, I feel at this point safe enough um, <laughs> that I'm going to get a great value out of him. He's going to be someone that's going to continue on his greatness. Yeah, yeah, I, it's great, great, great uh, value in the tenth. Yeah, and he he's a quarterback that I, I'd target late late draft uh, as well. Uh, just kind of with his rushing ability, like you know, he he's really from a fantasy per- real world. He might not be a great quarterback, but fantasy perspective, he's gonna be you know top ten. Uh, you're getting him in the tenth round, and it's probably not gonna be that much of a point difference between him and. You know, some of these other quarterbacks that got picked, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun. I mean, maybe maybe he's a, he's a tier below, but uh, definitely a high-end pick late, I think. I mean, I have him ranked above Deshaun Watson this year. So, I'm totally fine with this. <laughs> and LaFleur takes uh, the full two minutes and wastes it on Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I don't think he's here. No. <laughs> Uh, well, his thing's green, so he does have the app open. Um, if he wasn't here, they'd pick him right away. I wish he wasn't here. But Dickie <laughs> actually went pretty fast with McCole Hardman. Uh, we talked about him before, too. So at that point in traffic, that's a that, that's a fine value. A lot of the, these receivers are pretty similar. You can kind of you know pick one and kind of argue the point why you did. But they're they're all fine. And as we wait for another very important pick, Justin Jefferson, no, wide receiver. Derek's just picking all rookies. <laughs> oh, wow, he has a lot of rookies. Yep. <laughs> uh, Zach Moss goes right after that. The Buffalo guy is going to take all Singletary's touches. Oh, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Um, but backup running backs. Uh, I mean, if I had Singletary, I, I I would take him, but damn, Quincy and Nuno is still on the physically unable to perform. No, he's out for the this yeah. year. Oh, it's already confirmed. He's, he's out. He's already out. He's missed the last three years, I think. Something I think like they that, said yeah. that he played one game on his four-year contract they gave him, and it was yeah. like a four-year, twenty-four million dollars. It was a decent contract. I mean, he did have like like half good season. Um. <laughs> oh, T. Higgins by Jeff. That's a solid pick at this point. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, after that one, Curtis Samuel to end the second round. Uh, got a few rounds left. Probably should have done one last bench spot, but I'm hoping the last the last round is just those, you know, dart throw guys that we all talk about, and that kind of goes fast. But, I mean, probably wrong on that. <laughs> and another quarterback, Drew Brees. Which is wild. I mean, not too long ago, Drew Brees was, you know, one of the first quarterbacks off the board. And he gets another weapon in uh, in Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. I think instead of letting this run out to the 15th round, we should probably wrap the podcast up because we're going to be sitting here <laughs> in silence talking about dart throws for a bit. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but. As far as the podcast goes, I feel like we could just say to check out the um, post that we'll make on, on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. And yeah, just for see the, the last, last, last couple or whatever it is, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we it's going to be a vote. Get, we definitely got to get voting on who's got the best team, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, can keep, we can keep the uh, recording going and still talk about it, but cut the podcast kind of short, though. Yeah, we, so we'll, what, 
Yeah. So on YouTube, it will be the full mock draft, but with a podcast, it's only going to be the important rounds as everyone's taking a very long time to make a mock draft pick. But hey, uh, what is this, our first time appearing on, on YouTube with our faces? <laughs> yes, we are very sorry. This is how we look. Yeah. I know you Apologies. expect you expected like a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Boston type people, but this is what Boston people look like. And yeah. I'm sorry. You <laughs> know, they, they always say we had a face for radio. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know you were recording this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you know, so my background is legitimately the main house. The main house. <laughs> my right, background and... is our trophy. <laughs> so Jeff went... Um, but Jeff went Latavius, and then it went Michael Pittman Jr. Took this guy a full 60 seconds to make the pick. Um, and then right away, Tom Brady. Um, I think that's great value there, too. Austin Hooper as a tight end went right away, and another turn. The uh, 11th. Austin Hooper is good value in the 11th round. It is, yeah. I mean, again. Assuming that he can actually end. do something in, yeah. Yeah, I think people think about the new offense there and the weapons there. It's kind of a little I don't, hesitant. They say it every year about them. Do you think? Oh, is it the year for the Browns? Do you think he's going to produce anything though? I mean, Najoku couldn't do it. All right, and Adrian Peterson went. Craig, you're up. I was Njoku kind of going stinks, to though. pick Peterson. <laughs> so you remember the there. you remember the Browns on Hard Knocks, and Njoku was on the on the catching machine. He couldn't catch anything. It's like twenty in a row. Just drop, drop, drop. It's like, oh man, he's a Edward. freak athlete, though. But if you can't catch the ball, then yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big thing to have. Uh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with wide receiver two with a tremendous quarterback, and that is front of the program. Oh, I did my guy, Lazad, the Komodo Alan Dragon. Yeah, that's a good one. Ugh. <laughs> Lizard. And then after <laughs> so that, Sammy Watkins, point. the other Lizard King. Lizard Kings, back to back. The I Lizard like Boys. Them, li- them Lizard Boys. And then uh, we got T-Pain, little Tom Penny up. Oh, right now. look at this. Scotty, myself, and Dallas, all without QBs. Well, <laughs> I'm going Carson. Yeah, I'm about to change that as well. Yeah, I, I was like tw- trying to get ahead of you guys on getting a quarterback. I'm going Matty Ice. Can't run for anything, but I got Julio Jones, and you know I like to stack my wide receiver QB. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm also going to wait now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now, I'm still now going to wait. <laughs> at this point, I'm looking at the board. I'm like, all right, I can, let me just toss some one out there later on. Um, I'm going to go a receiver right here, and I'm going to go with my boy, Anthony Miller. Um, Anthony, Anthony Miller. Anthony. This point is fine. I mean, you got Allen Robinson. God forbid something happens to him. Uh, Miller would be the next guy up. So um, after that, Tariq Cohen goes. That's the end of the eleventh round. Now start the twelfth round, and I'll go with my quarterback next. I believe. Actually, no. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, you still. can keep waiting, right? You're the only. <laughs> yeah, team I'm gonna wait. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait a long time. Um, Next is me. I, I usually don't pick two tight ends in a row, but it's kind of intriguing. And I still won't. And I will go with Chase Edmonds. 
Oh, you um, son of a gun. Little little uh, handcuff there for Kenyon Drake. I know Dallas thinks it's going to be more of a split back deal if that's the case. Then yeah, I, I love I that love pick. It. I was just going to take him, so F you. Um, I'm going to take well, – I think I mentioned or I commented on our Twitter about this, and you all should all hop on there. Are we still recording? We should, yeah. yeah, you guys should all get on Twitter real quick and take a look. We want to know who your uh, breakout sleeper wide receivers are. I threw out there, I think Preston Williams is going to have a big year this year. Um, he kind of started to break out last year, and he went down with the injury in, I think, week six. Yeah, so hopefully he puts a full campaign together, and him and Parker and Tua are just you know air raid down there. That would be fantastic. But I think he has a, a lot of upside. Especially in the 12th round. I mean, in these rounds, you're taking the guys with the upside. All right. I'm going uh, – I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to take Johnny. I'm, yep. There you go. Dude! <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not a big jo- Johnny guy. I never have been. Um, oh, I think I, I, think you, I think you could have gotten other tight ends. Uh, before I'm like, I, I would take a Jared Cook all day before I take a Johnny Smith. Uh, but that's just me. Cook's just more proven Johnny Smith. Yeah, with the uh, hurt Delaney Walker out all year and all year before that, he still hasn't done anything. So that's my perspective in a run for his offense. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't no. think that either are separated by all that much, to be honest with you. Like now with Emmanuel Sanders on the Saints, it's just kind of. Eh. Um, and I think that Janu flashed what he can do, and if he doesn't, then he doesn't. It's my twelfth round pick. <laughs> like, yeah, this, is, this is what you're committed to a tight end. Like I think, I think there's a world in which Janu, you know, can can have some good weeks, and Jerry Cook may, you know, see targets go to Emmanuel Sanders. So if I if I lose uh, the pick, I'm willing to be wrong on my twelfth round pick. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would even pick like a Tyler Hibby or a Goddard over him, but that's just me. After that, Damian Harris went and Craig. Yeah, Rashad Penny, our cousin. <laughs> the Penny um, boys. I, I, I was deep down in the running backs and was like, holy crap, there's no one that actually has uh, uh, like guaranteed playtime. And I think that Rashad Penny might be the last one that he will <clears> – <throat> whether Carson has the whole workload or not, Penny's going to get some play. And and realistically, that's just kind of what I'm going to end it at, at running back. I don't think I'm going to get any more on the team. That ends up with five. After Penny went Sterling Shepard, Deontay Johnson, Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, and Tyler Higby, and Chris Herndon to end the second round. Uh, Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin. AJ Dillon. Still can't believe Green Bay took AJ Dillon. No, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm not over it. I don't think I'm gonna get over it. I refuse to get over it. I don't even (laughs) want to get over it. Yeah, that was still a weird pick. Where's the Where's the Carlos Hyde and Eagles talk at? That's yeah, who, I, that's where I'm ready to up. They're about to. They're about. To, they got to be signing somebody though, and this is uh, this is the time in which I would take a shot at Freeman or Hyde. Yeah, Freeman. Like, hey, you want to play football this year? Twenty bucks. Come on down. I mean, because you got to think that some of this is, you know, all all this 
coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic stuff that's been going on, right? Like, you got to think that's been hindering teams bringing in Freemans and the hides of the world to, to make an evaluation. If I'm, I'm in the 13th round, would you, you'd take a shot on them over some others, no? Oh, yeah. I mean, if, uh, yeah, yeah, I totally just to hope they sign on just so you have the, you know, the rights to them. You can cut them if they don't sign anywhere. Right. Whatever you deem enough time. Oh, Randall Cobb, the $9 million man or $27 million man. <laughs> I'm all guaranteed, maybe or $18 million guaranteed. Nuts. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has a great agent. Whoever is his agent should be everybody's agent. Yeah, Prashad Perriman went. Uh, Randall Cobb went again. Like you said, Naheen Himes goes. I think that's a great pick. That was my next guy. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, nice. You needed that second quarterback with Pat Mahomes. <laughs> this is why. Nice job, Lafleur. <laughs> what a waste. Nice job, bud. N- don't be that team that that tries to stack those quarterbacks just to screw the rest of the league because it never works out. <clears throat> No, you think I've done it. I've tried it. You think, oh, I'm going to sell this guy. I had Drew Brees like three years ago. I was like, I'm going to trade him. I, like, I'm just going to pick him and I'm going to trade him. And nobody in the league would trade with me. Nobody want, Nobody needed to. They're just like, have fun with your two QBs, Dows. I was like, oh, this didn't go according to plan. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Just give right. me anybody. Oh, it's me. I mean, this is my bad. This is my bad. Come on, Tom. I'm trying to hit up. Just before um, you, it got to you, Tom, I took Brandon at you. Uh, there was a – he was the – uh, draft pick for the San Francisco uh, 49ers wide receiver. They had him as their top wide receiver, um, and they really liked their Arizona State guys. So I just went with him, deep shot in the dark, 13th round. Then it went J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Tom Europe. Thank you. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, I took Denzel Mims because they got rid of Robbie Anderson, but they drafted somebody nice. who plays like him. So, yeah. I hate anybody tied to a Adam Gase offense, though. Maybe I should rethink that pick. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's Jerry Cook. Can you guys just, I don't, I guess maybe don't want to ruin anything, but do you guys all have tight ends? You do. All right. So, um, OJ Howard went, what, top five rounds last year, and he has not been picked, and it's the 14th round. Yeah, Gronk I know, but we, somehow. And last year. I mean, even with the Gronk getting signed this year. I think he still goes around this spot. That's just crazy. Jared Cook went. Hawkinson went. Devin Funches went. I'm going to grab my quarterback before anyone steals this guy. Um, Philip Rivers. Quarterback three before he got hurt last year, and he's going to have <laughs> another Stafford. great year. Matt Stafford. I'm taking this guy in every one of my drafts. Love it. Love him. Maybe this guy in the 14th Greg. round. Maybe I should look further into Matt. I just never really personally liked Matt Stafford. But, but you got to take the personal thing out of fantasy. I know. Hey, I don't like Tyreek Hill, and I'll never draft him. So I feel you. I'll have to. I'll have to look more into it because that affected my Kenny Galladay ranking for sure. Fantastic pick, Dows. Yeah, I saw him chilling out here a while ago, and I was like, if he falls deep enough, I'll take him. Rykel Armstead. If Fournette, for some reason, either gets hurt or moves on, he seems to be the heir apparent in Jacksonville, even though they barely used him last year. So, we'll see. I mean, if Fournette gets traded, too, like the talks, oh, yeah. I mean, he's probably the next guy. So, pretty, pretty All good. Right. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> All pretty. right. So, 
Would you take Freeman or Hyde? Unsigned running back. I would take Hyde. Shaga bet. I would. I would expect Hyde. I mean, Hyde's the one that that's signing signing talks, and Freeman's been notified by no team. I'm I'm taking I'm taking Hyde because I think he's got the the best chance to sign with the team. Yeah, but because I think Freeman is Freeman's been not touched. You got to wait for an injury in camp, and then Freeman's there. But with a shortened camp and COVID camp, who knows how that's going to look? There might not be any injuries in camp if they're not allowed to touch each other. Well, yeah, Yeah, and that's true. I just feel like if a team signs Carlos Hyde, they're signing him to use him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, he's just it, it, it's all about the destination. Whoever ends up taking the secondary running back role in Philadelphia is a great person to have, no matter who it is. Right. That's why I I need to find that out soon. Somebody needs to sign him. It's those so, guys out here though. So I didn't have a tight end. I was the last one to take one. Um I went with a guy that blew up and was one of the week one waiver uh, or week two oh, waiver pickups really last pick. year. I mean, they signed in Greg Olson, who's just old and probably going to break down pretty quickly. And I don't really think he has the job over him. So I took Will Disley. That's a good pick this late. Cause we kind of, we've kind of talked about this too. Like let your late round picks be the guys that in the first three, four weeks, you know what their role is going yep. to be. And that's kind of what Disley fills, right? Yeah, I can easily drop him. Didn't waste too much draft capital on him. Um, it's also the tight end position, which I hate. So if later on I'm not trading for Travis Kelsey, I'm just going to stream tight ends. I don't care. Yeah, and then we go D.D., Paris Campbell, McFarlane Jr. I actually I actually really like Anthony McFarlane Jr., but he's just a sprinter. Um, Antonio Gibson, Justin Hill, Drew Locke. The problem is you see McFarlane go, and you still have Jalen Samuels on the board. Right? Curious. It's because McFarlane's the new guy. He's a rookie. He's the shiny new toy. Exactly. Malcolm Brown's on the board. Dopk. I'm just reading through some names. I go past him. Muhammad Sanus on the board. I I really like the Brandon Ayuk pick. I kind of wish... He was on the board. <laughs> he's he's a guy that's so under the radar. Like you're gonna be able to get him late draft. Yeah. He's realistically the number two wide receiver there. I mean, they got rid of Goodwin. They don't have Sanders. Yeah, it's it's really Debo and him. Or born. Or born. Yeah, exactly. The, Freeman the, win. This pandemic is gonna throw such a curveball into everything, man. It's like you want to take the shot on some of these rookies, but it's like. It, 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 what's it going to take to till week eight for them to show up? Jack Doyle, Chase Claypool. Hmm. Very unsure who I'm going to take with my almost last pick. Craig, who who you who are you leaning right now? So I mentioned this, one of the things that I learned last year in that I'm not going to be afraid to double up on tight ends. And especially with the the back end of the round with, I have Will Disley and I'm going to see which one is going to win it out. I have a double D chance if I go with another one. So I'm, I'm drafting another tight end and it's Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. (laughs) If, if, uh, if it's not, you know, I mean, you saw what Hooper did last year. Hurst was a trade, uh, for 
the Falcons, so they definitely sought him out. You know, they wanted to fill the position. You know, Hooper did some pretty good things. So, you know, I'm going to try it out. And, again, if he doesn't work out, whatever. Just got to wait for the guy ahead of me to, you know, run the two minutes that he's taking all. He's not. He's not yeah. even on right now. So, and we'll we'll have to we'll have to rethink who we invite and who we don't invite. I think right now we got short the clock too. A I mean, couple that's... a couple people that don't come. Yeah, I mean the shorter clock would be ideal. I, I I also you know it's 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 difficult to have a podcast when the three of us are talking back to back to back. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. I mean, 15 rounds. Maybe next time we just space it out with us four and then let everyone join and pick their own spots. Yeah. Yeah, we can. That's we probably could, the we could best way to do, do it. We could definitely do that. I think about midway we started doing a pretty good thing where, like, we would take our players and then we would let each other talk about it, but would let the draft continue because we just knew that it was going to take everyone else a long time. Yeah, this yeah, guy here took all smart. two minutes, time's up, and he gets... Lamar, Lamar Miller, good. <laughs> he that's, just took the top. I mean, yeah. like most. That that's what's deserved. I I took Hayden Hurst. Like I already mentioned it, so don't need to talk about it again. But yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of guys on the board too. I think I mentioned some of them, but like Jalen Samuels, Malcolm Brown, Muhammad Sanu, Zay Jones, the guy I'm going to take who I won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Gus. So nice, solid. I can't I'm let taking Scotty have him. Also a Ravens player. Who? Devin DuVernay? Yeah, he's nasty. Best ever. DuVernay? Maybe you've never heard of him. Um, he's just Slot guy from Texas. Yeah. And with my quarterback being injury prone, I'll just do a decent backup plan with Baker Mayfield. You didn't and go with Phillip Rivers? Double QBs, double dude. guns. I'd take like Joe Burrow. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. Nah. Nah, all right. <laughs> our fans. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. All right well, that's, that's our draft. draft. All right. So, Scotty, you got the screenshot of the draft so we can put it on Twitter and get some votes up. Yes. Uh, I will get that over to it um, soon. All right. So, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how we're going to edit this whole thing up, but there were some parts that we could probably try and cut in and out. We'll, we'll figure something out. How we're gonna put the whole thing together, um, but yeah, that's that's twelve team mock draft, twelve live drafters uh, to give you a sense of what's gonna be coming. Uh, I don't know in the next three months or so. Does that that sound about right? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, for that, we're Top Shelf Fantasy, Top Shelf uh, Fantasy uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Uh, that's all we got. On to Podcast 65. Just one more closer to, to nice. Thank you for listening. This is Top Shelf Fantasy. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Top Shelf FNTSY. Head over to our website at topshelffantasy.com. Stay fluid, stay loose. Stay loose.